Hey, this is Mike uh, with Lincoln Don't Lie. Welcome to the very first It's a Podcast. And um, so we're going to get started right here, right there. Woo! So two brothers. Two brothers. Um, Brother Show. Who wants to go first? Well, we, we did have a good time Saturday. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people came out, big crowd, you know, good yeah. to see everybody, and um, always fun to play at uh, Two Brothers. And who's, yeah, it is, it's an awesome venue. And uh, <laughs> our friend Brian came out to videotape us for an uh, upcoming promo video that he's making for us, so it'll be interesting to see... Uh, how that turns out. And who's talking right now? Can you can you uh, um, introduce yourself? Yes. My name is Jeff. <laughs> I'm the band. Are you sure you're with the band? I'm, I, I, am, I wandered into this guy's house. Uh, my name is Jeff Thompson, and I am the lead bass guitarist for Lincoln Don't Lie. You got it. That's your signal. Thank you. That's your. And, uh, no, we had fun though. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, you know, I was I was geared up for it, and uh, yeah, it's always a, it's kind of a letdown when it ends, you know. Yeah, especially the drive home. Yeah. Yeah. At two thirty in the morning, but yeah. then it was well, we only played, we played you know three three and a half hours easy, and. Um, you know, I know that we cut out some other songs, but we were able to drop some other ones in, and you yeah. know, we've certainly got a lot of songs to choose from, so it helps to be able to, on the fly, you know, bring some other ones in and step right up. And that that was really cool. Yeah, this that is, was that was that was that was a lot of fun. This is Eric, by the way. I'm the drummer. I uh, I thought that was really cool that you know, with someone's voice, someone's voice had gone gone awry on them that we could plug in. Chris are plugging me and then to kind of carry a bit of the load, you know, it's kind of cool that we could just throw that in on the fly. Right. And it's good to have that in your back pocket. Yeah. Yeah. So I talked to Chris, you know, um, the manager there a few times during the night. He's, he's, he wants us back. So, um, he wants us back sooner than later, I should say. That's good. So he was going to get with Eric so what's our next show? Scooters. We are at Scooters Roadhouse. Scooters Roundhouse. Roadhouse. Scooters, Scooters Roadhouse. In Plainview, in Shorewood, on the 14th of November. Big country bar. Yeah. Next Friday, so, basically. Friday night. Yeah, it'll be from Friday. Could be here before you know it. That's right. Absolutely. I've never been there. Me neither. <laughs> that makes three. And the third person talking, I should introduce myself as Mike. <laughs> I asked you guys to, and I didn't say anything. Hello, Mike. Hello. So, yes. Yeah, what do you do? Pardon me? What, what instrument do you play? I don't remember. You don't remember? Uh, keyboards and uh, a guitar, I think. <laughs> a try. And then uh, some vocals. Very cool. I've given up on the shaker. I've 
I've handed the shaker off to uh, to Jeff. I'm hot on the shaker. Yeah. Uh, not even the tambourine anymore. I don't know. I just, the percussion side of things, I just couldn't handle at all the pressure. It is a lot of pressure. <laughs> but, you know, I, I see Jeff with the shaker. I just see a big smile across his face whenever he's, yeah. whenever he's it's amazing with that thing, how it transforms you. It does. <laughs> I feel like I'm adding so much when I'm doing it, too. Well, we have, well, you know, we have um, a couple of uh, fans that come and, that came and saw us. They want to play the shaker and the tambourine at Quigley's. Oh, really? Gonna, yeah. So, um, we got to like reserve a spot up front for some people because mm. they they want to join in and play. So, we need to buy some more shakers. Yeah, yes. randomly throw out some shakers to them, and whoever sure. catches it can play. Maybe it. we can yeah. get Lincoln Don't Lie egg shakers with there our local. Hey, that's a good idea. We can buy them by the dozen. <laughs> right. Here you go. Yeah, it's cheaper just to buy a bunch of egg shakers and put a sticker on them. And then, and then we'll have like fifty people trying to play shakers all night while we're playing. That yeah, won't be. That could be dangerous. That won't be distracting. Yeah. And eighty percent of them will be offbeat. Right. <laughs> oh. All right. Scratch that idea. <laughs> we can only hand them out after the show. So we're playing at Scooter's Roadhouse on Friday the 14th, correct? Yep, correct. 10 o'clock. And we're back in uh, Naperville. No, we're back in uh, Geneva. Flagstone. On Saturday the 6th of December. Mm-hmm. Always fun to be back there. And then we... We, uh, our last full gig is Friday, December 12th at Quigley's. Right, and then we've got another show on the 20th uh, for a benefit, Toys for Tots oh, benefit. Right. Yes. So we got three in December. And, and that's it. it. Yeah. And then we're done. <laughs> and we're done. And we break for the holidays. And then we come back fighting. Come back swinging in mid-January. Yeah, so whenever we have a show in January, which I'm sure we will have. Yes. We will have new songs. Probably a few extra pounds. A new swagger. Right. New Year's resolution, maybe. New Year's resolutions. Broken already, probably. Does anybody make resolutions anymore? I do. You do? Oh yeah. I don't. Really? What do you what was your last year's resolution? Uh exercise more and eat better. And? Doing pretty good. You're looking pretty good. Thanks, man. <laughs> I don't mind saying. Hi, I'm Eric. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't try to make any more resolutions. Yeah. Something about old dogs and new tricks. I find it kind of like it needs to be like weekly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it kind of pretend like it's New Year's Day every every Monday. It's the only the way the I can hold it. The problem I had is I made about ten resolutions, and I, when I kept revisiting them every every week, like you said. 
I realize I, I, it's hard to keep up on all these. It's you know, I, you need one or two, and that's it. If you make too many, yeah, your expectations are too high, and then you, you set yourself up for failure. So, if there, if you want to make a resolution, do one, not ten. Right. And make it something you want to do. Yes. That's good advice. Thank you. Eric Dobson. Oh, well, you know. <laughs> 2014 was a learning experience. <laughs> so, um, yeah, what else did I have on that? I had, uh, what do we have? Yeah, yeah I don't remember. So we had a lot of new fans I saw on our Facebook page this week. Yeah, like 13, 14 people jumped yeah. on since Saturday. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's see who they are. Yeah, let's let's give them a shout out, shall we? All right. Um I'm almost there. Click. And 644 likes. That's pretty cool. Let's see. Um how do I find out their names? There it is. Oh, there they are. Carol Lessman. Thank you, Carol. She was the very last person to put it 11 hours ago. She was Chris's friend, I think. She came up with after the show. Ah, yes. Wasn't she? I believe so. She does look familiar there. Jenny. Um, That's so. Melissa's mm -hmm. friend. Melissa's friend, right? Okay. Jenny K. No. Kutsugai Kutsogianis. Jenny K. Thank Mar you, Jenny. Maurice Maria Sullivan on Sunday. Maggie Malone. Couple hmm. of good Irish girls. Eminem. Diane Kubitz. That name sounds familiar. Michelle Taylor. And These then, were all Saturday, probably at the show. Yes, Julie Marie Zai. Z? Z-E-I. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Yes. I hope they got their free Lincoln Don't Lie pins when they were at the show. <laughs> what? There's pins? There is. What do you mean? We have uh, new uh, pins that we made. <laughs> pins, pins, buttons. Buttons. I think that you, you pinned your shirt. Perhaps more of a button. Not a button like you would button your shirt. Right, like a, yeah. It's like a post. Yeah, like a button. <laughs> um, our friend... Um, Do you call them pins or buttons? Huh? Do you call, call them a pin or a button? Well, I think it's synonymous. It's a button. A button's got a picture. A pin doesn't have a picture, right? I think you're right. More wisdom. Perhaps. So before that, um, Kevin Bickley, Jennifer Downing, Anthony Bova, Mike Vermeland. I think those people were from Empty Barrels. Mm. Jennifer Kusiba. Yes. Maggie Margrath. Those were all the empty barrels people. 
And we think we're going back to empty barrels in maybe January. Even. Yeah. They, I like uh, that place. I like that place. That was a great, great sound guy. Great stage. Yeah. That place. I'd like to play more than just an opener there. That would be that would be the best. They wanted us on a Friday. Friday's fine with me. Yeah. Um, so, so speaking of, well, we'll wait till Tara gets on. But uh, it was her birthday on Friday on Halloween. Yeah. Yes, and, and you were there. I was there. I dressed up as Harry Potter. She dressed up as the lady from the Game of Thrones. What word her name is? I don't know. But it was fun. It was a, it was a costume party, dinner, outing, apple cider, rum kind of evening. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nobody got too silly? You know... Someone had to get silly. You know, we probably left before it got crazy silly. Uh, But when you were in bed by midnight, I don't think the silly, uh, you know, the silly just wasn't happening. Yeah. It was kind of a mellow. I guess when you turn 30, you go to bed before midnight. That's... Well... You know. I heard something that there there were, like, some potent... Fireball shots going, or was it something yeah. early in the evening? Right. Yes, there was some fireball. There was some, you know, rum yeah. and cider. There was some. That's what it was, rum and cider, which was incredible. So when you do that at six, that's why you're in bed by midnight. Yeah. You're there. Hello. Hey. hey. <laughs> we got her. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Can you see me? Wait. We cannot see you. This Do is you your... see me? I only see nothing. No, we're not doing video. or just not doing video. Yeah. Oh, so... That's your, that's your introduction. You said you could see me? I cannot see you. Okay, I was like, that would be weird if only one person can see. I just see blue square, blue square, Mike's face. Yes, Mike, okay. Mike is the only... And he's very, isn't he? He's very still, isn't he? How does he keep still? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Sorry I'm so late. No problem. For some reason, I, I don't know if I just missed that it was today, or I don't know, my brain wasn't working. Well, <sighs> we anyway. we organized it a whole four hours ago, so, you know. I know, I was in a meeting all day, and then when I got your text about how was the, the podcast, I'm like, oh, it sounds great, like, not even thinking about day. <laughs> we were just talking about your birthday. Oh? Yes. The, the apple cider, the warm <laughs> apple cider and rum and, and and the additional shots that you were so gracious to put in our in our drinks. You have no idea. That was, that was that a bad was, idea. Those were good. Those were good. Uh, that was so good. I kind of wish there was more. We talked about two brothers a little bit. We talked about where we're um, where we're playing next, and we talked. Right. To, we we did a shout out to all the new Facebook people. So, yeah. So there was like, you know, fourteen or whatever, and we just, you know. Talked about who they are. So, um, how you doing today? Good. Your workout was Good. done. I worked out. This is new. Trying to work out every day thing. Every, <laughs> I work every, out. I work out. <laughs> every day I'm shuffling. I think. Um, yeah, I think that it gives me a lot more energy. I don't know. You, you guys all run. Trying to get back into the running thing. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you, you'll feel good when you start doing that. Yeah. Especially when you do it in the morning. 
Oh, I'm trying. I, I, I'm borrowing the T25 workouts that are supposed to be like 25 epic long minutes of working out that everyone says to do in the morning before you go to work. And yep. so far, I've had every intention of getting up at my 530 alarm, but I snooze for about an hour. And I do that instead of working out. But <laughs> Well, it's okay. kind of a workout. It gives like an hour of a workout, right? <laughs> exactly. So the first thing they tell you in T25 is, do not snooze. You, when the alarm goes off, you get up, right? You get up and you, <laughs> you work out. <laughs> so I'm going to try that tomorrow and I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> Daily, that's pretty, that's intense. Yeah. That's aggressive, yeah. 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 Well, got to build the capacity. Is it just running or is there other things involved? For T25 or what I do? Yeah, T25. T25, they give you like a daily, uh, so far I've been just kind of making up my own, but you're supposed to do a certain part of the DVD once a day. And so you might do cardio Monday and then speed training Tuesday. And like by the end of the week, it's like total body workout. and They put it all together. So yeah, that's the idea. I've just been kind of picking and choosing and kind of like testing it out. Not really following the map, but just kind of seeing how it works. Nice. But yeah, a lot of my coworkers use it and they've seen a really good result, so I'm on board. The first step is, is just is deciding to do it, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> then I noticed my legs weren't that tired performing <laughs> last Saturday. <laughs> From stomping all over the stage, I actually felt pretty good. That is a long time to stand. It is. I noticed that. When I sat down after, on two brothers, I sat down, like, when we were done. Uh I was like, okay, I'm not going to move for a while, because it felt so good to sit down after three and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like half the time, I feel like I'm kind of doing squats on the stage (laughs) at the times where I'm not playing guitar, and I just have my microphone, and I I took a little page from Carrie Underwood and how she kind of works out during the show. You, like, you bend the knees a lot, so it's kind of like you're doing squats in a song, and you don't even realize it. Nice. Yeah. Did like you make it harder? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what's worse, doing that or wearing my fitness band in a show and realizing I've stepped 7,000 steps in four hours. So I think it's a workout <laughs> playing our shows secretly. I was, I was asked that the other day. How many, how many calories do you think you burn in a four-hour gig as a drummer? Well, I, I've, got a, I've got an app. It's called, like, Lose It, and it calorie counts like if you play guitar if you are playing a certain instrument let me see if there's drums on here and i thought it's probably less than i would think i mean i'm you know my arms and feet are going all night i just i wonder if i'm really truly burning i think calories you're for, intaking a lot it's probably yeah. it's, it's balancing out really is what it's doing yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah all, all that beer is just getting burnt up right right away Hmm, I thought there was something on here. Let's see. Music, it just says music playing. And type, I'm going to click on drums. And so in a four-hour show, what do you guess? This is an outrageous number. (laughs) 20,000. What? 20,000. 
Oh, no. You're talking calories burned in a four-hour show? Calories burned in four hours is 704 calories. <laughs> I don't believe it. But let's let's mark it down to three hours because, you know, we take breaks. So 528 calories. So you could have, like, an entire deep-dish pizza and work it off just in your arms. <laughs> wow. That's that's playing guitar and and or drums and no, or flute. Just drums. Oh, just drums. Okay. Just drums. So they don't have bass on here, but guitar standing for three hours is seven hundred or no three hundred and seventy-seven calories. I don't know if I believe. That sounds that. about right. Yeah, they have the cello <laughs> and the accordion. <laughs> the bagpipes, I bet, are higher. Yeah. Did you ever play the bagpipes? No. Have you? I have tried. (laughs) It's a lot harder. I mean, it is so hard. Like, it's... I couldn't even get a sound to come out. Oh, yeah? It's it's impossible. You have to really, like, fill up the bag and with air, and then you got to squeeze it a certain way, and then you got to blow in it at the same time. Mm. And it was a bet, because I was at a party of a friend of mine, and they're... They, it's a husband and wife, and the wife plays bagpipes, <laughs> and the husband plays the snare drum, and they do all the like they they go around. Well, when they lived in Chicago, they, you know, do the Irish parades, and they do all these different events, you know, and so they as a team, you know, and they do this, and so we were at their house for a party, and she brought out the bagpipes, and she'd play, and then she said, "I'll I'll pay anybody twenty bucks if they can make a sound with this with the bagpipes," you know, so I'm like, "Oh." Yeah, I'll, I'll, I can do that. And no, uh, nothing. Oh, really? I couldn't even get a sound out. I could not a peep. Is it, is it the part of getting the, the air in the bag, or you have to blow so hard, or a certain way, or something? Or, I mean, what, how, is it, how, is it, how does it make sound? I mean, how, does it, how is it difficult to get a sound out of it? I'm, I'm curious, because like, I've never played one. I have no idea. Um, you have to be... Well, you, you, there's the airbag that you have to fill up, and then you ha- you have to squeeze it a certain way, and your fingers need to be on the right holes, and you have to be blowing in it at the same time. It's it's very complicated. Oh, yeah. It's not like playing the bass guitar. He burns so little calories playing bass, it's not right. even listed on the app. There's only four <laughs> strings, for God's sake. Uh, efficient. <laughs> so we Calorie talked about our blood. show. Mm-hmm. We talked about our upcoming shows. Okay. Anything you want to chime in on or thoughts on any of that? Uh, well, yeah, just, I mean, think about two brothers, you know, it's always so amazing to play there and i and i think that you know we tend to debut a lot of our new tunes there so it's kind of like a great sounding board to see like cloud re- or cloud the crowd reaction to something new that we can bring out because everybody's pretty pretty engaged there and having a good time um you know i think that we we uh we've done a, a better job with like feeding off each other with um you know just certain moments within our our performance, we, we do a lot more interacting together, and I think we've grown very well that way. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think? 
You already talked about it, I guess. <laughs> well, we didn't talk about the new. We didn't talk about the new songs that we yeah, did, and um, and and uh, you know, and and having gone through and yeah, and so letting we, those ride. We did. We did uh, the new Blake Shelton Neon Light, mm-hmm. and the new Miranda Lambert Heart Staying Sober. Crossing fingers, she puts it on the radio, um, and Girl in a Country Song, Maddie and mm-hmm. Tay, and Dirt. And dirt, <laughs> dirt Florida Georgia Line, the South from um, uh, Cadillac Three. So we had a couple. Because we um, haven't, right? We haven't played Dirt yet, right? That was really the first time we brought that one out, right? Yeah. Played that live. Played live, yeah. Yeah, I thought that one went really well. I think um, you know placing that one's going to be key, but it's kind of like that, like lighters in the air kind of song where people are going to sing along and sway to it, but it's not like a slow jam right. or anything did right. you hear the guy in the back of the uh the back of the of the bars that after we were done uh, he, he yelled out like, i love that song <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I that. I yeah i heard that somebody yelled out from the back of the bar really loud i was like oh my god that's awesome but at least they recognize it that's a good thing yeah <laughs> oh man so, that was a nice testament to, to us playing that yeah, yeah, I think, you know, when we've done a good job picking out, like, what's been on, like, the top or the chart toppers for country music, and then, you know, you you look at the hidden gems, like, the South, that didn't necessarily, you know, become, like, a top ten song for many weeks on iTunes, but it's kind of one of those that, you know, if it's played right, it's really done well, and I, I love the style of the Cadillac 3, and I think that, you know, can learn a thing or two from them, for sure. Have they been around a while, Cadillac 3? You know, I don't know. Is I they... don't know. I'd say probably in the in the writing community, because they've written a lot for Jake Owen, I know. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure who else. So, I mean, maybe like any, like, I feel like there's a resurgence of the singer-songwriter coming back. Yeah. A lot of people in Nashville that formerly were just the, the ones who created the song are now the ones in the forefront, and... Right. They're really showcasing those people pretty well, I think. Yeah, because they they don't seem like kids. No, the Cadillac Three. They they seem well, like they've been they around a while. Are they behind their beards? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've been around a while. Yeah, got to look that up. Yeah, and you know, and you know, you've got staples like Blake and, and Miranda Lambert that aren't going to be going anywhere anytime soon. So it's always good pulling from them, and you know, we've talked about looking back at um whether we look at older country music or you know not older but like probably more from like the the 90s early 90s um definitely before like the cop the pop country resurgence and kind of yeah. seeing what we can bring back and make new again are we still on the board with the garth brooks song absolutely we're gonna yeah. put together a garth brooks medley I think we should probably like spend time before we like go into new songs, work on a couple medleys or two instead of like full fledged right. new songs like you were suggesting with a couple like summertime hits and definitely the Garth Brooks one. Yeah. How is yeah. anybody hear anything on his, his uh concert tour? Mm-hmm. Have you heard much lately on because he you played those ten shows in Chicago. Yeah, and then I think he had like ten or so more in St. Louis. So is he doing a bunch in each town like that? Yes, yeah. I don't. I don't know where else he's planning on going, but we probably heard a lot about him, and he was on the radio a lot when he was 
getting discussed about in Chicago. I, yeah. I definitely don't think Garth's going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, uh, like, that, like that mashup for Garth Brooks, like a three or four song mashup or something. I think that'd be awesome for some of the older folks in the crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. I think they'd yeah. really enjoy that. Screw up with Garth. You know, so many people um, that I grew up with, I remember Garth was one of the first like country artists besides like, you know, like Faith Hill and Tim McGraw that, you know, you really kind of drew from when, uh, you know, country kind of became a little bit more like pop or alternative. I mean, he kind of pioneered that, right? I mean, bringing country into the mainstream. He was like one of the first big artists to really be like a superstar. Don't you think? I mean, you got like all of the guys from from years and years ago, George Strait and and uh, who's that? A couple other guys, but but he was like he was like the one that kind of really maybe did a little bit of a crossover or introduced a lot more people mm-hmm. to country music. Don't you think? Or am I just yeah. making that up? That was like a, he was like the first of like a new generation, or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah. This guy's like like Hank Williams Jr. too. He kind of you know he rocked it up a little bit. Try to bring a more rock to country, right? Had a more of an edge to it, and then then you had um, Garth, and you had uh, like Dwight Yoakam was a little kind of hickey, but you know those, those guys were all, all in the same generation, kind of, you know. He was hickey. Yeah, a little bit. Find <laughs> <laughs> <Define> that. <laughs> yeah, kind of a hick sound to him, but he ah. but he was like a well, modern dude. Just say that. <laughs> he, well, hello, hello. Wow. Do you guys remember that song? Yeah. Do you guys remember that one white Cadillac? Um, no. No. I remember oh, it. Man. That doesn't oh. mean anything, though. <laughs> that was a classic. I guess you know Eric's new song. Yeah. You're my, old band used to, my old band used to do that song. Dwight Yoakam. Dwight huh. Yoakam. All right. Anyway, but uh, yeah, so we should definitely key in on on that guy. I think he would be a good guy to cover. See. So, um, Terry, you went to see Garth Brooks. Oh my God! Yes, (laughs) he took me to church. Yeah. You know, I I was a big fan of Trisha Yearwood, though, before I listened to Garth. And I think, like, I wish she would have gotten a little bit more recognition. You know, it's it's kind of hard to ride in the shadow of Garth Brooks. You know, yeah. just like, you know, you look at any uh, country artists that are married to another country celebrity, like Faith and Tim, and you got Blake and Miranda, and uh, like Garth and, and Trisha, and... You know, you got to think about their successes separate from each other, and they use their tour so well to kind of refocus on each other's kind of talents and abilities. But man, he played—I want to say—for over an hour, and she got well. It felt like fifteen minutes. I'm sure it was longer than that. But she's got some pipes. She's yeah. great. Yeah, I mean, you know, you you, you can't really put them together they're so they're two different artists that just mm-hmm. happen to <laughs> be married together and be on the same tour but he just that energy oh my god i can only hope that when i'm his age i'm running around the stage and huffing and puffing and just interacting yeah. with the crowd the way he can 
Wow. Did you see his, um, did you see any of the show he did in Vegas? No, I didn't. But I heard it was very similar to what he did in Chicago. Yeah, it was on TV. I think it was on like a special one night, the, uh, his Vegas show. Mm-hmm. And he did like this, uh, almost like um, a walk through time of how he was influenced through, you know, with all the different kinds of music he listened to growing up. And he kind of did like this whole uh, history of music. Did he do that at the concert? No, he did not. He just played um, all his hits, basically. Yeah. You know, he just focused on, you know, he's got a new record coming out and he, he played that hit, People Loving People. Um but he kept saying, you know, I'm not here to play the new stuff. If I'm a fan at a Garth Brooks concert, I want to hear the old stuff. And he's stuck to all the old hits. Oh. That was really nice. I mean, I feel like like artists today, like even think of, I, I knew people that went to see Aerosmith at the last time they were in Chicago, and they only played a couple, like very few of their hits, which when you go to a, like a iconic and for, right. for an artist to see, you want to hear what made them famous and where they kind of, you know, grew into the spotlight and not the new stuff always because the new yeah. stuff's change. Um, so I really appreciated that about the show. Um, you know, like, God, he's just an incredible entertainer and his voice is, his voice hasn't gone anywhere, which I was wondering about. Mm-hmm. Have taken, I don't know, how many years was it? Like 15 or so years off? Yeah. Be more than that, I don't remember, but um, more. yeah, yeah, he was he was great. I you know I will admit because sometimes I'm a chameleon and I I learn a lot of you know performing techniques from from watching videos of other performers and especially country artists. And he holds his guitar in such a unique way. And when we had our show in DeKalb up um, at the barn party, a couple days after I saw the Garth show, I tried mimicking his style and it was hard. Like it felt kind of unnatural, but it was kind of fun at the same time. Doesn't he do like that kind of like a Johnny Cash style? Yeah, but he, he really holds it like, far to the left because he's a righty and he just like extends it out so it's kind of like he's playing the he's strumming where his like his pecs or his shoulder (laughs) would be on his left arm i don't know it felt weird but it also like i noticed i could strum a little bit quicker that way um Hmm. no just something interesting and i haven't done it since because i've just forgotten about it but yeah yeah it looks uncomfortable and somehow that that works for him you know because yeah. he, didn't, he didn't stray from it at all and, and i remember the, the the photo of him standing it was like his signature right. style and then you know like you look at miranda and you know she's got a, a pose when she plays guitar as well and you know i'm sure anybody else would um so how about any other concerts any other oh, who's going? <laughs> you know again, oh, I love, coming up I love that girl but how about coming up like well, anything well, new let me before i move on though justin moore he opened for her, and we were talking about this at our practice, but he slayed that Motley Crue song, Home Sweet Home. Like, yeah. it was unbelievable. So, you know, we talked about maybe maybe looking at that one to cover, but he he's an incredible artist. But, but coming up, I don't know. I um, you know, since the summer summer was so epic with country music coming to Chicago, I haven't really been play, paying too much attention to who's coming in town. Do you guys know of anybody? No, um, 
No. Eric Church. When's he? He's coming to. Uh, well, November. Chris is going. Yeah, we need to get Chris on the line here on the next one. Yeah. Our next podcast. But yeah, when is that? That's is that in Peoria? Is that the one? Yeah. In, yeah. Somewhere close to Thanksgiving time. I'm surprised he's not playing in Chicago. Although I guess he did that surprise show at Joe's Bar to release his record. Yeah. Which I really like that one. I think it's very different from what he's usually done. It is different. It's it's less gritty and it's more again going back to the singer songwriter. I know what did he he wrote how many songs and then came out with only twelve on that one. Well, I heard over a hundred, but then you yeah. said you heard it was around eighty. Yeah, I knew eighty a hundred. You know. <laughs> Either way, it's point. a lot more than what made it on the, the album. So right. <laughs> makes you wonder, like, did he sell them? Is he keeping them in his back pocket? Because I feel like country music artists are coming out with albums, like, once a year. And I'm sure yeah. if they could do it quarterly, they would. Right. But, yeah, like, Lady Antebellum, just, I feel like it's been a year since theirs. And Blake Shelton, maybe a little bit longer. But they're yeah. really, like, quick turnaround, I've noticed. Yeah. Yeah, they. Yeah. I think it de- kind of depends on. It might depend on a few things, like how a certain album might hit, as far mm-hmm. as you know, on the charts, or how much is it selling. Did they find new tunes that they want to get out there? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I was when you said that new Lady Antebellum album. You were talking about seven forty seven. I was thinking about the one they just saw, the other the last one, which was. Not that it was something? like eight months ago, right? Or something. It feels like it. I mean, maybe it was longer. The one with Compass on it. Yeah. Because we, we thought that was like a new release. And we, we, <laughs> we learned that song, was it not that long ago? Six months ago? Maybe, yeah. And mm-hmm. and now there you got yeah. And that 747 is great. Great album. Oh, yeah. Looking up their discography really quick. Let's see. 747 was just released a couple weeks ago. And Golden was released in May 2013. So, a little over a year ago. Yeah. Yeah, just time goes so fast. It seems (laughs) like that's an airplane. Yeah. They did two years until this last year, which is interesting. Hmm. Every single one's on platinum except for that last one. It only went gold. So, you're probably ready to start working on a new one then. They needed the platinum. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's right, that's right. Mm-hmm. you know the girl yeah we're gonna leave that in there so that'll keep them guessing uh, well, no. um, <laughs> <laughs> like like the girl let's not talk about the girl all right um so yeah we're, we're about about an hour okay um, we need music or something like an intro like uh well, you want to do something now? Pick it up before all. <laughs> no, he's, when he edits it, he's, he can do that, right, Mike? Well, I could take something we have yeah. recorded. Like, I think you uh, should do the old Tonight Show music. That's it right there. <laughs> just, just jump doing I'm that. just going to do that. That's the intro. From Hollywood. We're live from... Suburbia. Yeah, <laughs> suburbia is right. Here's Johnny. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, 
I really, I really enjoyed Heart staying sober. I love. I thought that went good too. Mm-hmm. I loved it, and I liked the fact that like nobody had really heard, like only a true Marine fans had heard it. And I feel like that crowd was just very like they watched. Yeah, they watched. It was like you know they're at a concert and they just stared, and it was kind of nice when I was watching them interact with that song specifically. And then they cheered right before the "Why You Think the World Drinks," and I just that's my favorite part of the whole song. Yeah, I love that. There's a good jam at the I, end. I wonder. Yeah. And we could. I mean, I think we have a lot of fun with that because we could. Ride that jam you can out. Ride it, ride it out a little bit more, and you were right. I was right. Yeah, you're very right. Wow, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> I think that's, I you know, it's like I almost feel like that you and me go fishing in the dark would be like the perfect thing to like go rolling right into because it's got that jug band washboard feel at the end. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Think it out loud. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, I think that, uh, only up that we can go and hopefully, you know, I don't know if you talked about Brian at all, but I think he did a fantastic job shooting our footage and I can't wait to see what that's going to look like and sound like. And he's going to have a lot of footage to choose from. He's got, he's got the chubby bullfrog show. He's got the rehearsal. He's got our interviews and then he's got the whole roundhouse show. He's got so much material, right? To pick from. For a five minute video. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, well, I feel like he should give us like a an extended version, like a 10-minute video for like the true fans. Right. And then our press kit can be like the 5-minute one. Right. Well, yeah, we can reuse a lot of that. You know, if he recorded yeah. he recorded all the Two Brothers show, um yeah. we can use a lot of that footage for like the next year. Yeah. You know, like pick and choose parts you know, because there's so much there. They're going to... Oh, hang on. <laughs> Hold on. Like, new video from Look at the Live. Wait. Woo! Losing you. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Are you still there, what? Tara? Can you hear me? No! I'm fine for you. Can you hear you. me? Yeah, it kind of no. broke up. It kind of broke up a little bit. Did you say something really um, witty and funny? No. no, it's not worth it. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. This is um, Mike with Lincoln Line again. This is our very first podcast, and we are aiming to do this on a regular basis. So, hope you enjoyed our little conversation, and uh, we will see you hopefully soon. And uh, give us some comments on uh, what you heard here, and give us some ideas. Talk to us. Let us know what you think. Bye bye. Stay in my apartment.